Rose Hill preview. Brady Nixon about to join us. So to Ron Duffersey, and we'll get through this card. Both of them there. Duff, uh, good morning to you again. Soft five for racing at Rose Hill. We've lost a few out of the two-year-old race, as you suggested this morning. Um, but we adjust, and we look forward to this good 10-race card. Good morning to you. Yep, we adjust quickly. <laughs> so... Mm. Uh, just a few little changes there, but um, look, looking forward to getting into this preview and hopefully finding a few winners. How do you expect the track to play, mate? I know you're always pretty neutral going in and you, you just yeah. wait and see. Perfect last week. Mm. Uh, it was absolutely perfect. Um, and I can't see any different today. We're out three metres um, and obviously a little jar around the track, so it's not too hard. The harder it gets through the day, sometimes the harder it is uh, to make up ground, but that might not be the case today. We'll, 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 we'll treat it as it unfolds. Brody Nixon, good morning. Good morning, Luke. Good morning for 2.0 this morning, our second go. Unfortunately, had some phone trouble this morning, but it's great to be on. Mate, what's happened? Uh, the, the, the main mobile's blown up, but luckily you've got the bowler. Uh, so what's happened? <laughs> Mate, you wouldn't believe it. So the missus and I had a movie night last night, nice and relaxing. And just before I've gone to bed, the um, internet's cut out. Not the Wi-Fi, but the actual phone reception. So... The worst part is it said if you reboot the phone and install the latest update, it will start working. So I'm sitting there at 1.30, 2 a.m., watching this thing slowly <laughs> wind down. And then the last minute said, not connected to the internet, um, not going to work. So Beautiful. I sent a couple of emails off at 2 a.m. And you know me, eyes down football. I just didn't even text the producers. So I'm on the wife's phone and um, I might have to put a few bets on for her this morning. What's movie like uh, these days in the modern days? It's sitting in on the lounge watching Netflix or something, is it? There's no movies. Don't go to the movies, do you? Um, no, there's this movie duff at the moment called Saltburn. It's um, G-rated radio, so I can't really go into it. But it's a bit of a um, bit of a thriller sort of thing. But you're absolutely spot on. Got some dinner last night. Got a bit of a Guzman Gomez, a few movie snacks and. Settled in on the couch. We got a dog now, so it makes it a bit harder to kind of get out and about. Outstanding, mate. Um, it's not the same as Netflix and chill stuff. That's if you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, boys. Uh, first at Rose Hill for the two-year-olds, eleven hundred metres, and this sponsored by uh, Ned Australian Whiskey. And uh, uh, no tab person this morning, guys. So I uh, do apologise for that, but I'll do my best to relay the markets uh, for you to the best of my ability. I don't have the system. Uh, so I can't actually see the holds, but um, uh, via a uh, subscribe, subscribe service, I can see the moves uh, as far as when they went up and uh, what's doing. So uh, without further ado, number one, customised, went up three sixty, three dollars ten now. Two, King of Russo is a $4 chance. Three, Sacred Fort at $10. Uh, it was 26 this morning before that scratching of Switzerland. Uh, so naturally, that's had an impact on the market, the favourite coming out. Four, Alabama State is at 34. Five, uh, Caravanas... Oh, gee, I should have uh, practised this one before I had to say it for the first time. Can you Caravanserai. Help? Thank you, Duff. Thank you. Uh, seven, uh, six is out. Seven, fully lit, $5.50. Eight, gorgeous or glorious moments at 41. Scratch nine. Number 10, Tartaglia is at 13. Scratch the next two. 13, Tokyo Drift, 41. 14, Zootastic at 14. 15, uh, Basastow at $11. Scratch the bottom two. Favourite at $3.10 is number one, Customised. And uh, good luck to Jack Pilkington uh, with his first runner today as well. Um, he puts uh, the polish on a runner here in the opening race. Uh, the five duff that I couldn't say. But how does the map look? Uh, the map looks like, uh, I'd say, the, the raced King of Russo goes forward with fully lit. Maybe the other race experience of Sacred Fort, customised, kicks up from one, finds, maybe finds the stablemates back. And other than that, maybe glorious moments to a certain extent. But yeah, you don't know with these two uh, two year olds. Uh, the other one there, number 15, Basusto. Basusto, because he was a, I'm sure he was a champion West Australian footballer or something. Right. Okay, and I've mucked up the order there, guys. Usually I go to Brody for the map first, don't I, mate? But uh, we'll we'll revert back to that going forward. But Duff, are you gonna you gonna put this on top now that Switzerland's come out the fourteen? 
Um, no, I'm going to put the one on top. Oh, yes, um, you're weak, Duff. You're no, weak. I, was, I had it third pick. Oh, you I, had it third. I, My mistake. Yeah, so My mistake. second pick now, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I did have Switzerland on top of Customise, so I've got to go with that form line. This, even though well beaten three lengths back, you know, I thought he did enough behind the right horse there. Uh, just the draw, the draw race experience, they're hard to beat, especially at this 1100 uh, at Rose Hill. I'm putting 14 in, Zootastic. It's well found now. I didn't uh, realise $14 now. Last time I wrote it was 51 to 31, but obviously the scratchings and people have woken up and have another couple of looks at those trials, uh, which have been okay. Look, they haven't been flying, but it's still, uh, she's still pretty strong. Um, of the others, two, King of Russo, looks talented, but very green. Winning at East Taboo at Canberra, but he should be better for that experience. And I'll throw in seven, fully lit. Um, oh, he's in the right stable for two-year-olds at the moment, and he's a, a bit of a yard and market watch. But one fourteen, two and seven. Yeah, interesting race now. Switzerland's come out, isn't it? Two eleven, fourteen and seven for me. I think King Aruso was really good, backing up a couple of hot trolls there at Canberra. He was really strong late. Now, he was heavily back to defeat Madrina, who narrowly missed on debut as well for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. They got the third horse, but still coming through that Canberra maiden. Slight question mark on the form, but he's going to roll forward and dictate the race. In for second, Customise. This horse brings that Stormboy form lines, but I wasn't overly enamoured with its trials. I thought it was quite good on debut, but I still think it's not really the sort of horse we're going to see at the moment really stepping up. So back in trip to 1,100 metres is a question mark because it was only averagely away there on debut as well, but it's going to be strong relate. But we know how well Nash Willup is riding. This is the big watch for me, Zootastic, the two-year-old filly by Zusane. First season, Sire, speaking to a couple of trainers, there's a bit of a push for Zusane as well. A lot of his progeny are coming out in impressing the trainers. The two trials were fantastic. Wide at Hawkesbury under JVO and cruised through the line to win that heat and then ran third behind Highness. It went straight past Barracuda late, who was back to win the debut last week. Didn't get the job done, but I thought Zootastic clearly outtrialed that horse and was good on the back of Highness, who we saw run second in the Magic Millions. Best of the rest is the seven for Gay Woodhouse and Adrian Bott, fully lit. Interesting to see they really maintained a stranglehold on this colt during the trials. Usually let them, they let them stride out from the stable, but they did keep it under a hold late. The numbers for the first, 2, 11, 14 and 7. We'll see, we'll see what Darren's uh, come up with as well. Race caller Darren Flindell with his thoughts. He's 1, 2, 3, 7. One on top, customised. 1, 2, 3, 7 for Darren Flindell, race 1 at Rose Hill. Race 2, the Tab Highway, class 3, 1,400 metres. And the market looks this way for the second on the card. Aim point number 1 is an $11 chance. Two, Cenote is at 16 Three, Bon Frankie. It's $6.50, $10 yesterday, so has firmed. Four, the Maxinator, 41 Five, a girl's best friend, 19 Number six, Associate at $3.40. That makes it favourite. Went up 3.30 Wednesday. Number seven, Elson Boy, 23 Eight, Lensman, 23 Nine, Musical Affair, $6.50. Scratch the next two, down to 12, Denny Girl, or Denny Gal, at 26, 13, Persian Dancer, 18, 14, Chess Time, 34, 15, Chairman's List, 13, 16, uh, Kaihoku, or Kaihoko, is at 19, uh, 17, Hallowed Sun, 71, scratch the next two, 20, Louis Legacy, at 15, scratch the others. Favourite is Associate, number six, at $3.40. How does the map look here, Brody? Yeah, going to be a very interesting map here for the favourite, drawn a little bit sticky. Uh, racing and sports and race New South Wales, a musical affair going forward alongside Elson Bay. Chairman's List going to land positive from the in, from towards the inside gate alongside Aim Point. She'll get a beautiful run there in Justin behind the speed. Baronier Boy should kick up alongside Bond Frankie, and we've got a couple of others, like Associate and Chess Time is going to try to find a position. Uh, yeah, look, um, I know there's a few little tricks here with Associate as far as the mapping's concerned, but I'll leave that to a confident Tommy Berry. I just I thought he did enough first up, but uh, the five weeks between runs and a nice trial, the blinkers go on, nose roll off. Um, I just can't get out of my mind that that run in the, in the, in the Wagga Guineas there at the end of last preparation after 
uh, winning his maiden. I think there's a dollar, you know, a fours on chance. So he's always been a wrap on him. I think it's it's a winnable race. The you know the form is well exposed here as country form, and I just think he's the one with upside. With any luck, I think he can win. I think the dangers are musical affair. Very well tried straight away in betting. Um, this horse on Wednesday so that's usually a good sign and the stable have a couple of runners in the race and mapping quite well and although he doesn't win often he's around the mark so he goes in three similar uh, he's a bit of a map horse here Bon Frankie he's been solid in a few highways last preparation he did enough there first up and, and he, he gets the right spot and best of the rest, I thought maybe another one that's got a little bit of highway form. He's a seven-year-old, but Chairman's List got that draw, 51 kilos. And um, he wasn't bad there the other day. He was beaten, you know, less than a length and a half. So he goes in uh, by default. Six, nine, three, and 15. Six, nine, one, and 21 for me. I'm with Duff. He's covered all over, Associate. This horse was wide last start there at Rearwick, has had a gap between runs, and I think it's got a perfect set, apart from the gate. I love the booking of Tommy Berry sticking aboard and had a tick over trial following its latest run. In for second is the nine, which is, I think, a bit of value there. Musical Affair comes to a really fast run race. As Duff mentioned, was heavily backed when the markets went up $15 the tab posted. Usually when the money comes in for the highways, it usually is at a bit of a D-Day and a grand final for these horses. Comes to a really fast run race behind Tap Kick, who was scratched as soon as acceptances came out for the wide gate. Before that was good behind Driving Force and Johnny Dash. It's going to roll forward once again and put itself right in the race. It gets Jason Collin aboard, who alongside Tommy Berry had another good night last night and absolutely airborne. The top weight in at the third aim point. Another one of these map horses was good behind Gallant Star last start working home. Was big odds that day, so it does need to improve. Carries top weight but does come here second up. And in for fourth, best of the rest is the 21 right down the bottom. And I think this horse has this fence coming up lovely. Well done, Brody. So my number's there, 6, 9 and 1 for the second. That's right, mate. Um, uh, we'll get a replacement selection for you there. Uh, Darren Flindell, his numbers uh, will flash up as well. He's with Bon Frankie, uh, three on top to beat 6, 1 and and nine three six one and nine for Darren race number two at Rose Hill. We go to the third now midway benchmark 72 1200 meters scratch the first two runners numbers one and two and three Espresso is a 550 chance number four DiMaggio 16 five Will Dow at three dollars eighty. I spoke to jockey Dan Pena this morning uh, looking forward to seeing this guy tackle uh, a Saturday race in town six Lancaster bomber at eight dollars Seven super bright at six, eight gently rolled three dollars thirty. Scratch nine ten eleven, twelve stars and bars at fourteen. Thirteen field weary seventeen and fifty one dollars number fourteen. The crimson idol scratch the bottom one. It's three thirty gently rolled here for J Mac in race number three. Brody, where's it going to be on the map? Yeah, interesting map for the favourite. Usually you could say under James it's going to lean a little bit closer, but first up as well off a couple of really soft trials. There's a chance this horse could settle about midfield, even further back, and a little bit back on the fence as well. It does have DiMaggio drawn inside it, so you would suggest James can try keep this horse just off the fence and sit outside the Kimball Galloper. Drawn the outside, Willardow looks like it should be able to cross and lead. It's shown tremendous speed at the end of the last preparation, and this preparation, I won't be surprised to see they light it up. The Crimson Idol, Stars and Bars, Espresso and Lancaster Bomber should posse up right behind the speed. Uh, yeah, look, tricky race. I, I just kept referring back. I know he's a question mark at 1,200 metres, but, and he hasn't won in a long time, but I thought there was a, a return to form from Espresso, uh, there second up, which is, um, a good sign in a race like this. I, I thought this is a, a perfect race for him, really. Uh, you look through some of his form, he's raced better horses than this. He's a good style of horse. And I think if he runs 1,200 metres here, he just could be too good for this lot. So happy to go his way. I think Willado is, um, look, he's a lightly raced five-year-old. He's got a great racing style where he rolls forward and takes control. So um, he gets his opportunity to step up to the mark here. And uh, 1,200 will pose him no problems whatsoever. Um, super bright, I think, 
He is a horse that did nothing first up. But you go another one of these Nathan Doyle runners that he's come in for good support. And I can understand, or she has, I can understand why. If you're forgiving of that first up run at 1100, I think you'll see um, she only has to find a glimpse of her best form to be right in this race. And best of the rest, gently rolled. Look, I think you're paying the J-Mac tax here. Um, I'd be interested to see... What happens with her late in the market? I think that could be the best guide. She's strong late, and she did look progressive, winning a couple of week races uh, last preparation. And look, the form's quite solid. There's been multiple winners come out of most of her runs, so I respect her without wanting to charge in. Three, five, seven, and eight. Four, eight, two, and. One number to race number three at Rose Hill, eight, five, three, and seven. I'll get tough. It's very interesting to see what the market will do here late with Gently Rolled. He's spot on in regards to the J-Mac tax. It's wound out the $3.40 as I speak. She's quite a big, strong mare, and she's only had the two soft trials. So I would not be surprised to see that she does need the run, and the market does take a set against her late. I wouldn't be surprised to see Willado jump favourite with that strong front-running style. But gently rolled, as Duff mentioned, won a couple of week provincial races there at Newcastle, but also the run behind King of Naples, which really caught my eye. She was deep in her preparation, but the way she established the line behind a couple of runners there who were well and truly deep in her preparation, and there was a host of winners come through that Saturday race. This is tougher, and I'd love to see her this afternoon, albeit this will get a bit of a better price. I think Willardo is going to start the favourite and does deserve to be the clear danger as well following the three straight wins, as Duff mentioned, but this is tougher. Well, no queries for this horse. In for third, Espresso. Duff covered it perfectly. This horse has got the exposed form. You know what he's going to do. Just needs to run out of 1,200, and the rest is super bright. Can win on his day. Not too sure if Rose Hill is his track. Brody's numbers there, 8537, race three. Darren Flindell, uh, what's the great man come up with? He's eight gently rolled on top. To beat three five six eight three five six four, Darren. We go now to race four at Rose Hill Gardens, the Rose Hill Bowling Club benchmark eighty eight over twelve hundred metres. Just a small field here. One is out. Two Meritable at ten dollars. Three Noble Soldier at eleven. Number four Time to Boogie went up a dollar eighty. He's now a dollar forty five um, in race number four. Five Kiss Sum thirty four. Scratch six seven Sneaky Page. Is at twelve dollars. Eight Stromboli for twenty, and nine is out. Uh, just might be a JLW here, Brody. I'd suggest that's what the map suggests as well. Luke, we've got Sneaky Page can roll forward. Stromboli, Noble Soldier can take a sit. Meritable's drawn wide, and Kissum's going to end up at the back. The time to boogie straight onto the fence, straight in front, and whether or not they can catch him is the question. Yeah, that's the key, and the market's read the the map as well. A dollar forty-five. He's he's only won one from whatever one from seven at twelve hundred meters. Um, but this is a picnic in the park, as far as on paper, uh, him just um, taking control, judging the speed, quickening up a little bit on the turn, and bye bye. Um, so, yep, picks himself. Um, unless something untoward happens. Stromboli, going well without winning. He's probably amongst the better chances there outside the favourite. Noble Soldier, he did surprise at big odds there, winning first up, and I don't think he um, was too bad second up at 40 to 1 as well. So that proved there was no fluke in that first up win. So he's, he's there, and Sneaky Page probably wanted it a little bit softer than what it is, and it's inconclusive how well she's going. But... I'm four, eight, three, and seven. I think, um, yeah, he's picks himself. Time to boogie. Four, eight, two, three for me. Dust covered it off. Twelve hundred metres is the one slight question mark. But they're going to absolutely walk up front. Was carved up outside the lead from a wide gate last start to be narrowly picked off by Kinlock. It's just third up, added improvement, and following that brilliant first up win should be all too good for these. And no doubt the connections have their eye on better races in the coming weeks and months. Stromboli's the obvious danger in second line of betting. Comes through that same form race. Started $17 compared to $2.40 of time to boogie. Got a good sit behind the speed and still wasn't able to knock off that deserved win. Did run well as what he will do once again this afternoon. 
just whether or not he can reel in the favourite is the big question mark. In for third is the two, and these are really starting to make up the numbers. Meritable showed early talent in his career, hasn't quite been able to show it apart from a big sneaky run, a triple figures behind Dragonstone, and then dropped right off again at last start behind Noble Soldier. And that galloper, Noble Soldier, is best for the rest. But it looks a bit of a procession race number four at Rose Hill. So Brody's numbers there, four, eight, two, three. Time to boogie, yep. All up, uh, race seven at Kembla, suit of armour punters. There's your lock of the day. It's Darren Flindell, eight, Stromboli. He's gone the other way. Uh, eight on top. He is, uh, Darren's eight, four, seven, two. I think he's two out of two, isn't he, Duff, against time to boogie Stromboli. They've met twice, and I think he's beaten him both times. Yep, he has in a past life. Um, but, yeah, I'm, no knock. He's, he's around the mark of late, but, um, yeah, it's just the... The map situation is the, the telling factor there, but mm. he, he'll be aggressive and maybe hold time to boogies back there and um, find out if there's any weaknesses in him in the last 50 metres. We don't see that too often, Sydney, uh, of a, a Saturday duff in 1,200 metre races where there is just dead set one leader um, and the rest are sort of midfield type horses. Yep, but uh, things can change. If you know, the, the, Everyone's got the maps these days. Mm. And trainers and owners read them. They want to be more aggressive, and that that, that generates speed in races. But um, whether there's one quick enough to bring themselves undone to take this horse on, you know, I don't think I'd want him slowing up too quickly. I'd just li like to see him, you know, a, a nice, even speed where he's on the bit and really in a really good rhythm time to believe. You'd, sometimes if you slow him up too much, oh, exactly. it's, a, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah, his best asset is his speed as we move on Use to it. Yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, as we move on to race five, a listener wanted to know, is 11 scratched in race one at Rose Hill? Yes, it is. Uh, to that listener, yes, it is. It's out. Race five is the Toyota Forklifts Benchmark 72, 1,100 metres, and uh, number one here, Cabalis, at $2.10. On debut for Baker, so he's trimmed up again this morning, um, $2.25 into $2, just back to that $2.10. I wouldn't think he could get much shorter, but... I suppose, what are they going to back here to beat him? Uh, two epic proportions is a $5 chance. Three fun thunder lips at $7.50. Scratch four. Five soldier of Rome for 20 Six Bamaria, $10. Seven and eight are out. And nine Warlender at $14. Well, Brody, I know you're one of the, the best trial pervs around. Um, he has trialed well, hasn't he, Cabalas? Where's he going to be here on the map? He's trialed sensationally. It's an interesting... In regards to gear changes, the barrier blanket goes on and this horse has pinged the lids, especially his latest trial. So I think you can lean close. However, when you've got drawn inside Soldier of Rome, Epic Proportions, Bomberia, and even Thunderlips drawn inside it, you suggest that Joshua Parr is just going to opportunity to take the settle just off the speed and try charge over the top. Soldier of Rome kicks up from the inside gate. I'd love to hear Duff's thoughts. I think this horse needs a little bit further whether or not he can hold the position because Bomberita is going to fly out the front. Thunderlips has shown speed and also epic proportions, but it's taken a fit last start at the Valley. Well, then they might just have to take the medicine from the sticky outside gate. Yeah, it's um, with Soldier Rome, I'm sure they're going to be aggressive. Uh, being from that stable, they like to you know get them out and running. And he did lead a 1,000-metre race when he, when he was up there on... Um, leading on a thousand metre race at East Taboo back, uh, that was uh, back in March um, last year. So he's off a big break. So I just found, I uh, just not completely sold on his trials, but they're not the be all and end all of, uh, of from that stable. But geez, I think he he's a chance of running odds on this fella. Um, loved him when he won at Ramwick. I thought he was the the next coming uh, and he, he just went off at his past two runs before being sold um, two trials are fantastic I think the race is perfect for him take your medicine early come to the outside and it's bye bye I think he's a class above them only danger epic proportions um, from that stable five weeks freshened since doing enough first up at Mooney Valley over the 955 then Soldier of Rome, I think late market moves will tell and the yard, any positive yard is, is a tick, but it's hard first up off such a long break. And Thunderlips, um, gelded, Bjorn didn't say no about him this morning, but one's by far the better of the day uh, to beat two, five and three. One, five, two and nine for me. 
don't even worry about listening to me. Dust tips it off. Best bet of the day by far. I think it starts odds on, and I think it wins comfortably. It started favourite in the up-and-coming Group 3 level, which has been a sensational form race. Tom Kitten won that, defeated Kintyre, and defeated also NCAP. We saw Griff come through the race to win the Caulfield Guineas and Cabalus. I thought he just came to an end of preparation run before he had another tick over trial and ran about a month later when he savaged the line behind Felix Majestic from the horrible gate again. Felix Majestic, we know what he's done the last couple of months. His trials have been terrific. He's shown great gate speed. He cruised alongside exploring up the inside to win that heat. And then he settled, he jumped fast and take, took a sit in his latest trial at Canterbury. Acceleration down the straight was unreal and he just kept on powering past the post. He looks much better than it's great and he looks the best bit of the day by far. Soldier of Rome, drawn the inside, as Duff mentioned, will kick up from the stable. They'll roll him forward. But I think he needs a little bit further. He was headed by about three or four horses during the round with Kenzo, then he kicked back to win by about half a length comfortably. I think he's going to be better in 1,400 metres and even a mile in time. He just might get out sprinted this afternoon. In for third is Epic Proportions, as Duff has mentioned. Dylan Gibbard's aboard from the inside gate. Was all right behind Skidaria, who's won about three straight down in Melbourne. And I think Walenda, the outside of the field, can run off from the back. But it's all about Cabalas for me. One five two nine, clearly best bet. Darren loves a trialer. Uh, I'd be shocked if he wasn't tipping this as well. Let's see. Uh, it's a special. It's a special for Darren. One, five, two, and six. Everyone's just... All aboard. Oh, all aboard, Duff. <laughs> That's it. Um, everyone's just declaring this. Um, just to play devil's advocate for a second, and, uh, I mean, the trial, he ran the time. God, it was just unbelievable, wasn't it? But, I mean... It's a baker trial too. If Bjorn's horses don't trial well, you, you're sort of concerned because he is one of those stables, Duff, that he, he shows up at the trials. Is there any chance that we're just overplaying this trial a little bit? Um, well, I don't think we're overplaying the trial, but sometimes... Or is the, you know, I'll rephrase, is the market overplaying this trial a bit at 210? Yeah, we'll find out with Tim on track for the preview. He's got a... Uh, he's got a good handle on things, what he wants to lay and what he thinks the, the price should be. So he, well, he assessed him 360 with the full field. So maybe he is a candidate for a lay of the day. I hope so. Can I, can I bounce back, Luke? Mm. Even if you ignore his trials, you go to his race form. He beat Estriella and Shaken, who Estriella narrowly missed in the Princess Series and Shaken's won two on the bounce up, bleeding that day. Soldier of Rome won a midweek maiden. Even his form lines race, isn't it? Faster period of the rest anyway before the trial. Yeah, and I think that's a, a key point that you guys have both made. Um, yes, the trial's the cherry on top, but that's not the, the main reason you're finding him strongly, is it, uh, for both of you, um, Duff? I mean, he, he does have some guts to his form. Oh, no, and he's, he's, uh, mm. he had X Factor at his uh, second start when he won. I thought he was, you know, potentially a was going to be a Group 1 horse, but um, uh, he, he may have sucked us in with his looks as well because he is a really good-looking colt. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well, add him to the multi. Cabalist, time to boogie. What do you mean? Suit of armour, the three-legger. What could go up. wrong? I love it, guys. And and you made the good point, Duff, too. He, they bet better. Um, so uh, he was certainly um, uh, in that $3 range, so some people will be on it, uh, the good odds there for sure. Race number six is the next race we'll discuss, uh, and good chat there too, guys, about that fifth race. Uh, love it. Petaluma, benchmark 78 over the uh, 2,400 metres. Scratch number one. Two is first light at $4.80. Three, Yankee Hustle, six fifty. Four, McGeehan at $11. Five, Lyrical Gangster, $5. Six, Zagalo at 19 Seven, California Grass, $5.50. They did bet 11 uh, so uh, that was taken. Uh, that was taken within uh, sort of an hour of uh, half an hour or so of betting opening. Uh, Thirteen to eight fifty, and now five fifty. Uh, number eight, Yarrawonga, at five fifty. Nine Fun Sunday at eleven dollars. Ten Super Trail at thirteen. Uh, the ambulance uh, or policeman uh, has bypassed you there, Brody, uh, by the sound of that in the background. Well, that was me. <laughs> no, it might have been me. Might have been me. Might oh, have been me. Haven't found you yet, Duff. Just stay no, low there. Lay low. <laughs> <laughs> How's this map? Look, mate, there's a little bit of pressure here for a, a staying race. 
Gus ordered the armor guard and the police escort to get to Rose Hill this afternoon. <laughs> Put it all on <laughs> on old mate in the previous Cavalis. Uh. Um, in regards to the speed map, there looks a lot of speed here because Yarrow Wonga we know is going to kick up from the inside case. Super Troll has rolled forward and put really strong pace into his last couple of runs of the country and provincial. Yankee Hustle went out at a strong speed last start and McGeehan's going to kick up from the inside. And that's before he adds his Garlo. Likely to take a sit behind the speed, but it's showing good gate speed before. First light and fun Sunday. Get the beautiful runs behind the speed and California grass and local gangster are going to be last where they more often than not are. But I think we're going to see a bit of pace here this afternoon in the staying events. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt they'll roll along here. Can we trust him? Can we trust the gangster? Um, he's a tricky customer. He finally decided to do everything right, winning last start. If he executes like that again, I think um, he gives the impression he'll eat up 2,400 metres. I think he's hard enough to beat, but I would like to see him put two together. Um, dangers... Yarrawonga, whether this drying track has just dampened the enthusiasm a little bit, I'm not sure, but he just bolted in there on that heavy track there the other day. Big step up here, but they can do it, these uh, young, these stayers with uh, upside. He's a, look, he's a six-year-old, but he's only had the 12 starts, and um, he had some good form last preparation and at the 2400 as well. So he goes in, two, first light. Tommy Berry's found the key to him. It took him forever to win another race and then he's gone bang bang at 2400 and uh, probably like to promote this mare up a bit now California grass I think John didn't wasn't hesitant coming forward saying he's very happy with her and this sets up so well for an improving fit stayer um, that just comes sweeping down the outside here California grass I think look five eight two and seven not much between them and you know that's leaving out Yankee Hustle and uh, I think that um, even Brad sort of thought Fun Sunday might do something today so it's a, it's a bit of a betting race this 5, five eight, two, and 7 8, 2, 3 and 5 I'm with Duff this is going to be a fascinating race I've got Yarrawonga on top and yes I am worried about the drying track but I think this horse can continue to improve it's going to roll forward and it's one horse that's going to run out a strong 2400 metres Last preparation, ran into casual connection and secret glamour when she was running well before running behind Mimi's award, starting firm in betting there at Flemington. It walked in last start, albeit in a very, very wet race there at Kembla Grange. And I think this horse, third up into this afternoon, is going to roll forward, being in the right position, and hopefully can just tough it out for Tullock Lodge. In for second is the two first light. As Duff's mentioned, Tommy Berry's found the key to this horse. He sticks with it aboard, so I think it's a good push. He's not on Yankee Hustle when he's stuck with first light. This horse has had the back-to-back wins at Warwick Farm and Randwick. Has only the three placings in seven starts at Rose Hill, but it certainly can put its best foot forward this afternoon. And once these days find form, you usually want to stay with them. The third, back-to-back wins, went up to Queensland for the Oaks campaign last preparation. Ran on well behind the likes of Amakura and Fyburn. If she can bring her best this afternoon, she can run well and dropping right back in weight. Tommy Berry jumping off. Sam Clifton, as good as he is, just found the fact that Tommy Berry has found the best out of this horse. And best of best at Lyrical Gangster is going to be last. If he can keep up with him, he's going to be strong late. Just a question mark over the 2400 because he does have a lethal turn of foot and whether or not it just might peter out late. 8235 there for Brody, Darren Flindell. And his numbers, two first light on top for Darren to beat eight, five and seven. We'll take a break. Quaddy next. Isn't it time you got away from it all? Time to recharge with an Ambassador Travel Racing Getaway. Time to discover the magic of the top end and head to the Darwin Cup Carnival in August for the richest days of racing in the Territory. And you can extend your stay to take in the incredible Kakadu National Park, include a brilliant Barramundi fishing tour or discover many other highlights of the top end. Call Ambassador Travel today on 07 or visit ambassadortravel.com.au. I wish there was a drink that would satisfy my palate. At Bottle Mart, we have something for everyone. 
Enjoy our crowd pleaser, Grant's Triple Wood Scotch Whiskey for only $44.99. It has a spicy robustness with a touch of vanilla and a brown sugar sweetness to finish. Enjoy on the rocks or add a splash of cola. You can expect more from Bottle Mart. More deals, more range, more service. Bottle Mart. It's more in store. Don't miss the 2024 Big Sports Breakfast Lunch. We want to have a good time. An afternoon of food and refreshments, laughter, terrific company and a four-hour beverage package all at our new venue, Allianz Stadium. Come and join the BSB team plus our many special guests on Friday, March 15. You can purchase tables for 10 people or just individual seats. Away, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. For more info, head to allianzstadium.com.au slash lunch and buy your tickets today. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Welcome back to the show. We're previewing Rose Hill Gardens. You're with uh, Ron Duffersey and Brody Nixon. And we're up to race number seven with our preview. And it is the Shandon Benchmark 88, over 1,400 metres. And the market looks this way. Number one, Mission Phoenix is a $21 chance. Two, Exalatus at $4.40. Three, Barossa Rosa, 31 Four, Robusto, a $4 chance. Five, Danau Star, $3.50. Scratch six, seven powerful peg, three dollars thirty, eight podium queen at sixteen, and nine a silvery warrior, two hundred and one dollars. Favourite at three dollars thirty is number seven powerful peg for race number seven. Not a lot of pace here on paper, Brody. No, Dennister you suggest will kick up the lead and really dictate the race from the front. Mission Phoenix, whether or not it's gonna have the speed to come across powerful peg sat outside the lead and one before at the midweek as last preparations, it can try to kick up. But apart from that, Robusto, Barossa Rosa, Exolitas, Podium Queen and Silver Warrior like to get towards the back. So I don't think there's too much pace here, enough. No, but this is one race I think could that could change because I think maybe this is a race that they may be able to switch Barossa Rosa on a little bit. They'd be more aggressive from Barrier 3. Exolitas has held a position on speed in the past and powerful peg has got decisions to make probably has to judge the speed the first 100 meters have a look and maybe uh, either come back a length or go forward a length so it's, it's a tricky one i think if she has any luck at all she'll win powerful peg i love what she did first up after covering ground she's up in class with weight relief and i although she's as short as i, I thought you know, I was thinking I was going to get closer to $5 than $3.30 here. Uh, but anyway, we'll see what happens. I, I like her. It's a competitive field. Exilatus found his winning form for the stable third up. Should hold it now. Uh, Robusto just minds his own business there on the fence. And Danau Star, very honest, going well. And we'll give a side up front again. But um, even field, but pretty keen on powerful pig. Seven, two, four and five. Seven, five, two, and four, basically the same numbers for me as Duff. Powerful Peg's going to go forward and prove very hard to beat if they sit outside the lead. I thought this horse, especially last preparation, when it got over the top of Cool Die, was fantastic. And then subsequently it pulled up lane behind How Good Are You. If, if you give that run, this horse has found some of its best form. I think it's well and truly following that first up win, one of the hardest horses to beat on the card. That first start run behind Contemporary just sat outside the speed, got produced a little bit early and really continued to charge through the line. That was over the 1,200 metres following a strong trial at Wild. They showed plenty of intent. Dylan Gibbons aboard in both trials gave this horse a slap with a whip when he extended beautifully over the 1,000 metres. We've already seen Union Army come out of that first up run and win, so certainly does look the horse to beat. In regards to second, Dennis Starr, especially with the map, this horse is going to roll forward and dictate and it's racing well. It might just be slightly better with the sting out of the ground. So with the drying conditions this afternoon, it's going to be an interesting watch, but you get informed Jason Pollitt for the Ma Eustace operation. 
Exolitis in the third, as stuff mentioned, comes to that really fast run race. A little bit slower this afternoon. The tempo might be the question mark, but when Joe Pride gets his hand on these horses that continue to improve, they do just that. And best of the rest is Robusto. He's not in the numbers, or she's not in the numbers, but just a sneaky watch on Podium Queen. Was good from the back behind Cody Healy after running on a heavy 10 first up at Rose Hill when his Australian debut. Green's group four lines from New Zealand. A couple of really quiet trials where it trucked through the line. Tommy Berry sticks aboard as well. So an interesting watch on that horse. Seven, five, two, four. Let's see what Darren likes with uh, his numbers here in race number seven. And he's gone with Podium Queen, number eight. Um, don't mind that tip from Darren. Uh, be interesting to see what she can do here first up. Eight on top to beat five, two, and seven in race number eight. Uh, race number seven, uh, my apologies. Now we go to race eight, and it's the Bisley Workwear, benchmark 78, 1,500 metres. Market looks this way. Number one, Special Envoy is at $6. Two, Claim the Crown, 23. Three, Marnix is at 31. Five, Step Aside at $2.30. Five, Tarashock, 10. Scratch six, uh, running next week, John Thompson told us earlier. Seven, Built is at $3.70. Eight, anything goes at 5.50, scratch number nine. Favourite, 2.30, number four. Step aside here for race number eight, Brody. Yeah, it's not much speed here once again. Step aside, draw on the inside. Should get a beautiful run behind the speed. Maybe take the sit. Anything goes in Tarashok. Now, Tarashok showed tremendous speed early on in its Australian career, but they took a sit last start and exploded. Special Envoy looks the clear leader drawn out wide for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Perhaps to cross lead and dictate from the front. Yeah, that looks the key, isn't it? He does look the leader, but um, he does get a beautiful run step aside here. He's short enough. Um, he's just going well. Um, he's been close up he, he, after winning in two starts. He's back to Rose Hill. He's home track. It's just um, a lovely setup for him. I think he's hard enough to beat. Wouldn't want to take too much shorter than. Uh, 2.30 as um, there are dangers um, I think anything goes missed the start with him $15 early I know there was deductions but that was way over the odds he's ready to win this horse and he would have been top pick if if, it, if he was just stepping up a little in distance again I think that's just the key put the stopper on me not putting him on top he might just want a mile or a touch further but he is ready to win built going well what you see is what you get and Tarashik Shock um, won't be far away. I'm going to uh, put him in the mix as well. Just a yarded market watch on um, a special envoy. He was ridden up in that latest trial, but the second season imports, you, you've got to be very wary of. Four, eight, seven, and five. Seven, four, one, and five for me. I was keen to take on step aside, especially with Crafty Eagle in the race, but with the lack of speed, especially, I think this horse is going to be very hard to beat. I'll be nervous. Because built as Duff mentioned, I think it's another one that stepping back in trip at least is a big question mark. Was good winning last start, defeating Machu Salem there by length and a half in a fast run race. And you look back a couple of runs ago, was really good at Canterbury. Hammered late in betting with Jay Mac aboard, who's got this horse home in his last two rides aboard it. He looks to hold the key to him, just keep him nice and settled, and then he's got a really good turn of foot and strong late. Gate number two is going to land close enough to the speed. Just whether or not he'll be able to outsprint the likes of Step Aside, who's the clear danger for me. He's warmed me a little bit down, as I'm sure a few punters are, but like Louisville last weekend, if you've been on him, you're better off forgiving him for one more run than jumping off a little bit too early. Special Envoy is going to cross lead and dictate whether or not he'll be able to outsprint the other two, but he brought good form lines from last preparation, especially when he won second up there at Randwick. And best of the rest, Tarashock, Jason Collett, Bourne Baker. This horse could surprise after a good run behind Miracle Spin. It was almost a good thing beat at Canterbury before exploding through. Seven, four, one, five. Darren in race number eight. Let's see what he's come up with. And uh, he's gone with built number seven on top. Seven, four, eight, one, four. Darren, two to go at Rose Hill Gardens. We're up to race number nine with the preview. Tab, sponsor this one. Benchmark 78. 1,100 metres, number one, Oxford Vision at uh, $26. Just come up with a promo idea for Tab Duff. When they sponsor a race, they should just give us a, a half a roll or a roll on everything. What do you think well, of that? Good luck with that. <laughs> Send them an email, see how you go. <laughs> no, I won't get far. <laughs> uh, two Wave Rider Boy at $8.50. Three Tintooki 
at $4.60. Number four, Delexo, $21. Five, Bubba's Bay at $8. Six, our Kobe son, he's evens now. In from $2.80 to $2.00. Seven, Show High at $9.50. Scratch eight, nine, Praline, 81. 10, 11, 12, all out. And 13, Rebel Dean at $15. Favourite, $2.00. Number six, our Kobe son for race nine at Rose Hill, Brody. Another one drawn the inside for J-Max. Should get a beautiful run in transit just behind the speed. Show high can kick up from gate number three as well. Bubba's Bay likely comes across. Delexo, Oxford, Vision have also shown speed. We know where Praline and Waverite and Boy are going to be towards the back. Tim Tukey is the one question mark with the speed map. If she can jump well and hold a position, she should be settling quite close to the favourite. If she's quite averagely away, could find herself in a tricky spot. Yeah, well, evens. Um, this is getting a bit boring, tipping all these uh, favourites here, but I just can't get away from them. Surely he can't start evens. Um, our Kobe's even, even though I like him. I just thought he lacked match practice. He he just run his races in patches there first up. He gawked around, then he grabbed the bit, then he gawked around, he grabbed the bit. So I just think he was first up with a soft trial. That'll toughen him up here. And... I think he'll be hard enough to beat, but evens, you know, Tintuki, you know, ran straight past him the other day. I think Bubba's Bay's the danger. Um, I thought he, he's got gate speed. He stuck on well after going out hard first up. He resumed off two wins and he's unbeaten second up. And, and, um, look, the draw is the only thing that stopped me from putting him on top here. Uh, six to beat five. Tintuki, well, how can you knock her? She, she ran past, our Kobe's son at a thousand. She's better over further, and she's uh, she's uh, got a, uh, an acceptable draw again. And seven, uh, show high maybe a place chance, but six five three are the main chances. So look, I just feel he's got more improvement to come. That's why he's on top. Six five three and seven. Six three seven two for me. Yeah, Duff mentioned the key point for me there. One stop trial. He was only a couple of months in between runs, but given a really quiet piece of work there at Wild, which he won comfortably. He was caught wide there first up, just nailed on the line by Tim Tugi. Tommy Berry's airborne in the saddle will be get the country, if not one of the world's best riders there, James McDonald aboard from the inside gate. And this looks looks to just continue to improve. He's only had the six career starts and he looks very, very hard to beat this afternoon. I will get two dollars fifty plus, but of course it might be quite popular with the J-Mac booking as well. Tintuki looks the clear danger following that brilliant first up win. She looks better over further, so 1,100 metres does suit. Last preparation, she was a good thing beat in about two or three runs before eventually breaking through at Randwick. Comes here to Rose Hill, which she was more often than not running home in the minor numbers. So you just want to see her land a little bit closer if you are on her this afternoon. Show high, Tommy Berry, big jockey change this afternoon, goes aboard. Gate number three, she can land behind the speed. Always shown ability, but she does a lot wrong in the run. And best of the rest is the two, Wave Rider Boy, just mainly because it's Wave Rider Boy. Every time I'm on her, she doesn't win. But if I'm not on her, she does. Six, three, seven, two. Darren Flindell in race number nine. Let's see what he's come up with his, with his numbers here in the penultimate. Six, our Kobe Sun on top. To beat three five seven six three five and seven. Last event benchmark seventy eight, fifteen hundred metres. One iter at nine dollars fifty is up the top for the James Squire. Two Masquerade at twenty one dollars. Three Principessa, four dollars sixty. Four Centerstone three forty. Five Ella Tiyama at sixteen dollars. Scratch six. Seven Cross the Rubicon at eleven dollars. Scratch eight. Nine Pioneer last ten. 10 boot scooter $9.50, 11 give me joy $5.50, and 12 Leandra at 41. Favourite $3.40 here, Brody, is number four, Centerstone. Another one drawn well for James McDonald suggested to get a nice run behind the speed. Give me joy following those provincial wins should cross and lead them up. And Idy suggests will come across and tag the top weight as Adam Hironis aboard for Bourne Baker. Other ones, Leandra Masquerade can kick up towards the inside, but you suggest these favourites will cross and lead. Duff, before I join, quick question in regards to Give Me Joy. How do you expect the market to play with this? Because it's got the three kilogram claim up, but just looking at Riser, 54 kilograms will actually be carried by the horse so it doesn't get to utilise the claim. 
Uh, yeah, look, um, went up shorter than I expected at $6 in a full field. Um, it's hard to gauge these um, improvers, like you might say. She's one of maiden at Wyong, uh, obviously by a big space. And then she went to the class one and got the job done. Um, and as far as I think it'll, a lot of people will look say, well, she should be carrying 51, but she's not. And there's a three kilo penalty there because uh, for a three kilo claiming a pen, uh, apprentice. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it, I'm not sure how the market's going to approach it because they're, um, like they're a big, when they're really well fancied in the old days, and the Tim Martin was fancied, it'd be off the map. But I, I just, I don't know how to approach this mare today. I, I, I was going to completely oppose her until I saw the map, where it's just a gimme. I thought it was a gimme. They all hand up to it, to personally. So, look, I, I like what I see. I know it's hard to line the, uh, the Queensland-Sydney form up, but I like what I've seen from Centre Stone in a two runs back. She's looked a much stronger mare. So, from barrier two, hopefully she can uh, keep up, stepping up in distance here today. Third up, back at home, switch horse. Chris has a lot of success doing it. Doesn't bring many back from Brisbane, but when he does, they're around the mark. So I'm with her to beat Boot Scooter, who was terrific first up in a solid enough race behind Terramata. So she... If she reproduces that, she's around the mark, finishing off well. I put Give Me Joy in only because of mapping factor alone. And Principessa would have liked the rain to stay around. And being the last race, it might be good by then. But the 1500 certainly suits her. So this is not cut and dried, even though I'm giving the favourite. I thought Chris Givella Tomata a good push. I don't know what to think about Pioneer last year. So it's one of those races, but I'm 4, 10, 11 and 3. Four, three, ten, and nine for me. Horse I was really keen on. I think everyone should chuck in their black books, Infinitive. But she's been scratched for maybe next weekend. She looks very, very much on the up for Chris Waller after running in the Vinery Stud Stakes. But I think the stable mate and the horse in the same silk centre stone can get the job done this afternoon. She was running well down in Sydney last preparation behind a couple of fairly smart ones, especially... How good are you? That day it ran with Kensington where you needed to be on the fence to win. She went up to Queensland and won dominantly from the back of the field at Eagle Farm before running on behind Midnight in Tokyo, who's been fantastic up in Queensland. Crenabel Nation comes back down to Sydney. James McDonald goes aboard on the home track for Chris Waller, and you certainly should get every chance. $3.40, whether or not they drift, but I think it's a justifiable price with all the boxes being ticked. The dangerous Prince of Pessa might be better with the thing out of the track, obviously, but this horse, I think the key for it is the inside gate. When it won last preparation on the rear with Kenza, it was best when sucked up behind the speed and exploded late. I think she will be suited this afternoon for the inside draw, but whether or not she's going as well this preparation. The 10-boot scooter was fantastic last start in the same race, went straight past Prince of Pessa, and it backed up a strong trial and last preparation had some fairly nice form lines behind the likes of Masquerade, Travelling Kate and Wineglass Bay. Just whether or not this horse is slightly flat second up and Pioneer last best of the rest. 4-3-10-9 in the last. Darren Flindell in the last event. Let's see what he's come up with. And he is Boot Scooter, number 10 on top, to beat 3-11-4. 10-3-11-4. Duff, thanks for your help this morning, mate. Uh, great to have you back. What's your best for yeah. Rose I get nervous when I like so many favourites, but I think the best of them is definitely Caballus in race five, number one. I also like seven, race seven, number seven, Powerful Pig. Caballus into Powerful Pig. Have a good day, mate. Thanks, guys. There's Ron Duffersy. Brody Nixon, what's your best? Race five, number one, Caballus. Terrific, mate. Have a good day. Thanks, Luke. You too.